Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Dot Differently. This is Rabbi Joel Roth of the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem and the Jewish Theological Seminary of America in New York. Today, we are studying Ketubot, page 53. Daf Nun You will recall that yesterday we learned of the mandatory stipulation of the Benin Dukhrin Ketubah. That is to say, that a woman's sons will inherit from their father the value of their mother's Ketubah in addition to whatever they inherit from their father equally with the other sons of their father who were born to wives other than their mother. That is, the Ketubat Benin Dichrin. Let us look today at one complication arising regarding a Benin Dichrin stipulation. Remember first, however, a couple of things. First of all, a woman could sell her Ketubat and she could either sell it to her husband or to a third party. If she sells her ketubah to her husband, he pays her a certain amount of money so that if she becomes divorced or widowed, the husband owes nothing to his wife. And if she sells it to a third party and she becomes divorced or widowed, the third party collects the ketubah from the estate of the deceased husband or the husband who has divorced his wife. Now remember, in each of these, there is a risk. Let's take the case of selling it to a third party. If the wife predeceases her husband, her husband inherits from his wife, and the buyer will get nothing uh, at all because the husband will never have to pay off that ketubah. Also, it sometimes was the case that a woman would enter a deal with her husband affirming that she forgoes collecting her ketubah, even if he divorces her or predeceases her. So the two things that I'm asking you to remember is a, are the possibility, A, that the woman might sell her ketubah, or B, that she might forego collecting her ketubah, even in the case that she is divorced by her husband or uh, he uh, uh, predeceases her. 
The question is, what impact would either of these have on the right of the right of her sons to get the mother's dowry in addition to their shared inheritance with their father's other sons from other wives? I would like to look with you in the, about the middle of page Nun Gimel starting with Ba'ah Minei Rav Yemar Saba. So allow me to read. Ba'ah Minei Rav Yemar Saba Minei Rav Nachman Machrak Ketubat Al-Baba'ala Yeishlak Ketubat Benin Dichrin O'Kinlak Ketubat Benin Dichrin Rav Yemar Saba asked the following question of Rav Nachman. If she sold her ketubah to her husband, does the stipulation of the ketubah benin dechrin apply, or does it not apply? Does it apply, or does it not apply? So please understand that the case we're talking about now is one in which the the ketubah was sold by the woman to her husband, but the husband paid something for buying this ketubah. I continue with the command. Amarai Rava, Rava, Vitibailach, Mochelet. Rava asks the following question. Why, he says to Ragemar, are you asking me about a case when she sold her ketubah to her husband? Why not ask about the case in which she forgoes her ketubah to her husband and says that she forgoes collecting the ketubah? Why not ask whether ketubah benin dichrin applies to that case? Why are you asking me about a case in which she sold it to her husband? I now continue with what Rav Yemar responds to Rav's question. Amar Lehi, Hashta mocheret amibayli, da'afogad de'ikala neymar, zuse hansua, da'amina, keman dekat machila, ne'a'uchle, ru'uchla, mocheret nibaya? That is to say, this is what Rav Yemar answers. I have doubts even about a case in which she was pushed to sell her ketubah to her husband by some financial distress. Even in that case, I am not certain that the benin dichrin stipulation remains in effect. Surely then, if she simply forgoes her ketubah, it would not remain in effect. That is to say, says Rav, uh, Yemar to Rabba, there is a difference between two cases. If she sells to her husband, I can say she was motivated by some financial problem that she was facing and she needed the money, so she sold her ketubah to her husband. But because of that, she shouldn't suffer. But I'm not sure that that's the right answer. But surely... If she simply said to her husband, I forgo ever collecting this ketubah, then it is that it 
this, it would be clear to me that the Benin Dichrin stipulation would no longer be in effect because she's given up her entire ketubah for no reason of financial distress. And now, let us look at Rabbi's answer. Amar Rabbi, here is what Rada answers. The two cases are very different. If she sold her ketubah to a third party, if she sold her ketubah to a third party, the ketubah is still payable. That is to say, if if she is either divorced or uh, uh, if she is divorced or, or, or widow, that is to say, the husband dies, the ketubah is still payable. It would just go to a third party. But since the ketubah is payable and is not out of all effect, so the ketubah kudin dichrin stipulation remains in effect. If, however, if she forgoes her ketubah, then the ketubah is no longer a payable document. If she forgoes it, it means the ketubah will never be paid. So if the ketubah will never be paid, then the Benin Dichrin stipulation is overridden. That is clear to Rabbi. But, he asks, what is the status of her having sold her ketubah to her husband and not to a third party? And so, we now read what Rabbi says. By Rabbi. Rabbi asks, if she sold her husband not to a her ketubah, not to a third party, but to her husband, is she considered like one who has sold her ketubah to a third party, or is she is considered as one who has foregone her ketubah to her husband? Hadar Pashta. After Rabbi asked the question, he answered it. Mocheret Kitubatalva, a woman who sells her tuba to her husband, Kimocheret Lachirimdani. That is like selling it to a third party. That is to say, that if she sells it to her husband, it is as though she has sold it to a third party. And the stipulation of Ketubat Benin Dichrin remains in effect. And, in effect, Rabbi's answer is the codified law in all Jewish law codes. That if a woman sells her Ketubat either to a third party or even to her husband, the Benin Dichrin stipulation remains in effect. But if she foregoes her Ketubat, then the Benin Dichrin stipulation is no longer in effect. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros 
from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify. <laughs>